But the reality is we're human. And when we're on social media and we're only seeing the highlight reel, when something human pops up, something relatable, something vulnerable, that builds trust. Then what I have to do is offer them something that has a high enough perceived value to overcome their desire to not get pitched or spammed or bothered or annoyed. I have to go on a gut level first and foremost. What sells me? How do we take some of the repetitive, quote unquote, bureaucratic tasks out of the hands of the rep and automate those to free up time for them to spend selling? How can we create a place where it's positive, where there's nothing but motivation, education, and inspiration? And how can we do it consistently? Really quick word from our sponsor, B2B Digital Selling Secrets book. You can get it at b2bdigitalsellingsecrets.com. It's uh, free. Just pay for shipping. You can always also find it on Amazon. It was a number one bestseller. Take a look. And thank you. All right. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us once again on the Digital Selling Secrets. And we're here at part two with Miss Carrie Bowling. And she was talking to us about the uh, mindset for success. She enumerated several steps on how to, how to get going. And we were just talking about taking those baby steps. It's interesting that you said that, Carrie, because I, just a couple of weeks ago, I had a, a conversation with a, with a coworker and she was talking about how she makes these fried pies. And I, she showed me pictures. Obviously, I couldn't taste it because we were at work, but she showed me pictures and they were totally Instagram worthy. <laughs> and she said, she said, you know, sometimes I joke with my husband and say that maybe we should take our camper and turn it into a food cart. And I was like, why couldn't you? And she's like, what do you mean? You know, I have a full-time job. I said, I'm not saying do it as a full-time job. I'm not even saying replace your job. What I'm saying, because she's really needed in our company that where we work. We're, like, Please don't you know, go. But if you could also yeah, exactly. do that. <laughs> I said, you know, why can't you do this uh, on the weekends? The churches always need, uh, I asked her, do you go to church? She said, yes. Churches always need money, and during the next fundraiser, take your camper out, sell the uh, fried pies out of there, and give all the proceeds to the church. And that'll be not just fun, but it'll also get you in that spirit of doing a side gig. And she was just shocked. She said she never thought of that. But what you're enumerating, or what you had enumerated, kind of sounds like that. W- would I be correct? Oh, absolutely. Like, put your foot in the water. You, it, because when you think of, okay, my options are only stand on the side of the pool or only do a cannonball. It's like, wow, what a mental mountain you're creating for yourself to make the leap when dabble a little bit, figure out, yeah, do I like this work enough to do it? Could I see it being profitable? Is there a need for it? Um, and I think that's a really fun example. So, you know, you, you, you talk about these things and on LinkedIn, folks, she's really big on LinkedIn. Can you talk a little bit about how would you leverage LinkedIn for anything like this or that success? Yeah, well, building a brand. I mean, everybody has a brand, but it, the question is, how strong is it? How representative of you and your business is it? And how visible are you? And I've just really taken some steps to be consistent on LinkedIn to build more visibility and more awareness around what my husband and I are about, um, kind of our mindset and our principles and and what we've done to create success. And what's so powerful is you have this free medium to broadcast what you're about, to broadcast what you believe in. And when you do that, the right people can find you, whether that's customers, business partners, new friends. I mean, the 
it's a wide open playing field for people to really take advantage of accessibility and um, you know, creating, creating a lot of really good relationships. And we've always taken a really relational approach. So I wouldn't say we're overly transactional um, in terms of what we put out there. It's, it's a little bit more of a softer approach to sharing, you know, our background and, and what we do, but it's been a huge, huge blessing in terms of reward um, in so many different capacities. So I'm a big, big fan. That's awesome to hear. Gary, any, any thoughts on that? Because we do a lot on LinkedIn. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a big fan of Grant Cardone and he's all about, I mean, you're fighting for visibility. You're fighting to, to cut through the noise and just to be seen like that. That's the biggest, I mean, according to, to what he says is, I mean, that's one of the biggest rules. You could have a great business, but if nobody knows who you are, then you're, you're not, it doesn't do any good. Um, uh, Carrie, I'd like to peel the, peel the onion back a little bit more around a mindset for success. Okay. So we were talking earlier about dabbling in the water, getting started, getting, you know, getting yourself out there. But we also mentioned the statistics, right? You got a 90% chance of failure, right? So, you know, you get, you take somebody, they're all motivated. They get out there. I got this great business idea. It's a million dollar idea. Hey mom, I'm going to be a millionaire next month. And they get, and then bam, they get hit with reality that nobody, nobody knows who they are, first of all. And it takes a while to build that momentum. And then maybe people don't want their product or service that they're offering. Maybe maybe it's a product or service that everybody's offering and it's too much competition. And I mean, and I know Jerry mentioned uh, giving something up front, like giving something you know, just to get, get some traction, get some visibility, prove the model works, prove there's even interest. What, what's your recommendation when they hit that wall and they realize their business idea is not a very good idea, 90% chance that could happen. What do you, what's your recommendation at that point? Well, I don't know that 90% of businesses fail because of the idea per se. Mm. I think you have to do some detective work. You know, what were the work ethics like? Was the timing just bad? Like, did you launch things in the middle of a pandemic and that really undercut things for you? Um, did you not network well enough? Were you not networked with the right people? Did you not have a coach? Um, were you just a little wimpy? Did you just give up too quickly? Or are you overly stubborn and emotionally tied to the idea of your business working when it actually wasn't viable? So like, there's all these different things I think are important to dig deeper on. And sometimes I believe, especially if you don't come from like a strong entrepreneurial background, my goodness, you really need that helicopter view um, and need that outside perspective in a lot of ways to get, get the bleacher seating guidance on, yeah, keep plugging forward. You're doing all the things you need to do. Entrepreneurship can just be really hard, but like keep up on the journey or yeah, dude, you need to pivot. This isn't like <laughs> a great idea. And so I think when people have the confidence and they know which direction keep moving forward or maybe shift, I think that's a, a question people really need to get answered. And also just emotionally, like building a business is emotionally testing. And it's not about just a sprint. It's about, are you doing the work for long enough and the right work for long enough? And are you converting from hard work to smart work over time? Um, and that I, I really believe just takes additional perspective from people who've already done that, done it and been there. 
Yeah, and Carrie, you you mentioned a lot of reasons just now, which I think are were very good reasons. But if if I read between the lines, something that you mentioned a second ago was confidence. And it's so easy, especially if it's a passion project or something that you really motivated your idea, it's easy to take that personal and when it doesn't when it doesn't happen the way you planned, but you listed a lot of things, reasons why maybe it wasn't successful, and having that confidence to to really look at it objectively and maybe you don't take mom's advice or dad's advice or your buddy at work's advice um maybe maybe you have to look at it maybe there's another reason because i i don't know at least in my experience when i had my business there there's lots of people out there that will tell you why it's not going to work and maybe even why not to get started but if you can take a step back, look at it objectively, like you're saying, have the confidence that it's going to work, or you're going to have to tweak it or change something related to the business and not take it personal and not think, and just don't think you're just not a good entrepreneur or you're not a good leader. Um, is that, is that kind of what you're, you're saying, Carrie? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's hard to be objective because a business is ultimately a baby, a baby you birth and you're trying to grow. So there's so much emotion tied to it. Um, and like you said, everybody has opinions on <laughs> your business. 99% of those people are not successful entrepreneurs who have scaled big businesses and automated them. So having a really strong filter on where you're getting your advice. Otherwise that in itself, I think is one of the biggest reasons why people fail. So. Yeah. Okay. You have, uh, you and your husband, you've written a book and you have another book coming up. Can you speak to a little bit about that? Does that have some of these, these tidbits, these nuggets of wisdom in them? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of mindset, life set, um, developing practical skills too. just how do you actually grow something of significance versus just create short-term commissions right? And ident identifying what is the life vision attached to what you're looking to create and how do you really get in alignment with that and build something that can really change how you live life, not just create extra money. And um, we're, get, how are we doing on time, Gary? We're, yeah, we're getting close to time on here, but I would love for uh, people to know how to get in touch with you, Carrie. What's the best way for, for people to reach you? Yeah, so I am really active on LinkedIn. Uh, we also have our web website, tandemconsulting.co. Um, the book is available on Amazon for pre-sale. It's called So You Want to Start a Side Hustle. And I would say those would be the best ways. I'm also on Instagram on Car at Carrie Bowling, So Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And folks, we're going to have that information in the, in the show notes, but it's very easy to, to find Carrie if you just go on on LinkedIn and then start going from there. And uh, the book sounds really amazing. So you want to start a side hustle and the word hustle seems to be a, a catchphrase these days. <laughs> An so, operative word, right? Uh, real quickly, what do, you, what do you think about that particular word? Do you think it's overused or even misused? I mean, I'm sure it's misused. I think it's a pretty valuable word when it comes to business because I think it debunks the idea of like purely glamorous work. I think if you're going to build a business, you better be ready to hustle. Um, but as I say on LinkedIn and every one of my posts, enjoy the grind. You can enjoy the hustle and, you know, harness it, embrace it, um, create it as an adventure in your life. And, you know, I'm a big believer in that too, that adding a business is adding a venture. You're adding adventure into your life. Fantastic. Thank you.
Uh, yeah, Garrett, anything else to add? Um, I just want to say, uh, Carrie, it was very nice visiting with you today on the podcast, and, and thanks for sharing your wisdom for all of our listeners. Um, anything, anything else you want to um, share with our listeners before we close out? Yeah, you know, in a world full of content and information, I think sometimes people think more information is better, and we're big believers in customization. So finding out what content or what advice or guidance is really specific to you and your journey and like digging your heels in with that very specifically is what we found to be pretty life-changing for people in terms of, um, you know, guidance and support for whatever it is their pursuit is. So whatever that means to you, I think uh, getting more customization is powerful. Awesome. Jerry, you want to close this out? Definitely, but if you don't mind uh, yep. uh, talking about the sponsor once again, please. Absolutely, almost forgot. Um, if you want a free copy of B2B Digital Selling Secrets, my camera is backwards here. Uh, go to B2BDigitalSellingSecrets.com or go to Amazon. You get a free copy, just pay for shipping on B2BDigitalSellingSecrets.com. And if you want to no longer have ocular migraines, at least my experience, and they have a ton of testing on their website, um, go to Axon Optics. Just Google Axon Optics, and I'll put a link in the description as well to their their website. Um, thanks again, uh, Carrie, uh, Jerry. Any any last thoughts before we close out? Uh, that's all. Thank you again so much, Carrie. You really uh, shared a whole lot of nuggets of wisdom. We can't thank you enough for that, and uh, we look forward to your continued success uh, in the in this industry and and everybody's entrepreneur journey. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. And I did just notice Carrie, Gary, and Jerry. That's like a pretty good, we planned that out really well, everybody. So hey, right. check that out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, with that, we're uh, signing off Carrie, Jerry, and Gary. Say thank you so much for joining us on the Digital Selling Secrets podcast, uh, the Digital Selling Secrets and Leadership Show. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Cheers.